Hi folks. Second try at a content warning because I was wrong on the uh, original one. There is some mention of anxiety and a brief discussion of suicide ideation, I think is what you would call it. So uh, go in and be warned uh, a little later on in the show. Second warning. We have animals. Sometimes they make a lot of noise. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they sit on my keyboard and cause problems. Hello, Sergey. How are you? And finally, we swear a lot. It's a problem sometimes. And often it's at Sergey. Because Sergey can be such a little shit. Can't you be just a little shit? Yes, you can. And that's all the warnings. So, hi folks. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode 216. We have a guest host this week. The Wombat co-host is off rescuing Liz, who had a breakdown in Maryland. And so Shepard's with us this week. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh my god, Shepard's here. We're not Shepherd doing is an... here. <clears throat> we're not going to do an interview, though. Right. We're, we're just going to do the, the Shepherd doesn't, commentary. Yeah. Shepard doesn't use a lot of scheduling tricks. Um, no. <laughs> you know, one, one day is generally like another. Yeah. Um, and Google Calendar works really well for the things that are not. Yeah. Right. And uh, so if you're an off grid sheep farmer, my biggest recommendation is uh, Google Calendar. Right. Because cell signals almost everywhere now. Right. You know, right. Um, although there were some hiccups this last week. Yes. We had to catch a cat. Yes. Uh, Rosie, the most feral of my two former feral cats, uh, did not want to get in the carrier when it was time to go back to the yurt and stop living here at Wombat House. Yes. And, uh, because of the air conditioning, it's been, right. the, the heat has finally broken. Finally. Thank God. Um, um, as a matter of fact, Thursday, high is going to be 81 degrees. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm, it's almost hoodie season. I'm it loving is. I'm that. Yeah. In the mornings yeah. it is when I sit outside and have my coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've got my big fluffy robe that I walk out and right. feed the chickens right. with. I have so, seen yeah. you in the big fluffy robe. You have. Yeah. So, but yeah, hoodie weather. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, yeah, all I did this past week was, you know, mostly work. Um, although I had a great day off on Monday. Right. Um, despite Labor Day. Um, so, and despite Ursula having to just be like, well, I got to go to... Maryland. Maryland. And we have to go help out Liz, which is cool. I mean, that's what we're here for. Um, there was the, you know, I got to actually, like, spend a holiday sitting on my ass. That's amazing. And just like... I didn't. Yeah, I know, because you have livestock right. feed. I, I mean, I, I took care of the chickens. Right. Right. That's, you know, and I meant this while... And the neighbors showed up asking for eggs, which is cool. Please take my eggs. And then, and we didn't... And also, you're an extrovert, and your wife had, had left the she premises. She hadn't left yet. Oh, she hadn't, she hadn't left, left yet. yet. She hadn't gotten up yet, either. Uh, so you hadn't had anyone to talk to. Right. For several hours. And so, yeah, um, <clears throat> and no work. Right. So, yeah, I, I went out and... Because I can tell when she's gone, because I come in to grab a shower or whatever, and you ambush me as soon as I come in the door. <laughs> um, and that generally tells me that you have not had Ursula to talk to, or a work meeting, so you've had no one to talk to. And in, like, little, 12 hours. Right, and, and your little yeah. extrovert soul is, is beginning to shrivel. Yeah. But I, I, I gave the, the neighbors who were... they. I'm like, do you want to meet the chickens? They're like... Yes. And so we went out and we talked about chickens. And I showed them So around. do you actually speak to the neighbors or anyone else, for that matter, about things that are not chickens? Yes, occasionally. It's just I haven't had a reason to in a while. Um, because you have chickens? 
And because there's been nothing truly Well, you know, you could be organizing the neighborhood, Kevin, for resiliency in the face of climate change. I don't think that's so much a problem. Like, I have chickens. You say that The now. people up the, the hill have chickens. Uh, Ursula is gardening. Uh, next door, Wade has bees and honey. So we've got, like, trade goods covered. Right. Right? Um, I, I worry maybe a little bit about you know, some of the other neighbors, uh, but the nice woman who's the, also the male lady mm -hmm. is, you know, building a tiny house right. in her daughter's, you know, yard. Great. Better. Right. Great for her. Um, oh, I bet she's going to need some, uh, some maybe advice on a composting toilet, which we know really well at this point. Yes. Yes. Get that sucker level. Oh yeah. Oh, for the love of God, get Jeez. it level. Yeah. Um, um but, you know, like, I haven't had any major conflicts to stop and talk to any of the neighbors about. Um, so, you know, that's, it's, it's, it is what it well, is. Well, there were the ones way down at the end of the road had a party and had a very large inflatable water slide. And we I, were not invited to play I, on I, the I, very I, large inflatable slide. I think it was, and, they, I, I think they, they were having a... A birthday party for grandchildren. Okay, but see, traditionally because what one does is one has the party for grandchildren and then it gets dark and one puts the children to bed and the cooler full of there's, beer comes out there's, there's, and the adults get to play on the giant inflatable slides. Uh, you know, in a non-pandemic situation, I might be, I, I would agree with you, but I'm, I'm willing to give some some exceptions for we don't want anyone to get sick sort of variants, and... I would have worn an N95 oh, to play yeah. on the water slide. I, well, okay. So, so what you're saying is we need to either build or well, rent you know, a water slide. Uh, Brooke has well, yeah. all that space, and she's oh, yeah. got plug-ins and things oh, near her she? backyard. Yeah. She's oh, got, you yeah. know, she's got a, a regular backyard. With a things. pool? Yeah. With a pool? Although I don't know that it's working, because this is disaster house... And last I had heard, someone had driven um, a large spike into the water lines oh, for the pool. God, again. Um, well, they had discovered it, you know. They were taking oh, out oh, the concrete. Oh, right, right, uh, right, right. I think they would have had that. We'll ask. We'll ask. Right. So, yeah, those of you who, who are wondering, um, you can actually listen to an interview with K.B. Spangler way back in the first year of Productivity Alchemy. That's, that's Brooke Spangler, our, our friend who does um, the comic A Girl and Her Fed and also writes some really cool sort of uh, dystopian sci-fi novels. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So you can see what's been going on here. You know, uh, Ursula's not here, and so I haven't had the honey-do list. Um, we had a pound of steak apiece. We had a pound of steak apiece, and I don't want her coming home and just ambushing her with like, all right, it's time to record a letter show and have her go, eh. So we're going to read your letters in a little bit. And, you know, that's really about all the introduction we have for this week. So, yeah, we'll be right back with those after this.
And we are back. So letter show. Are you ready for me to read some letter show? I'm ready for letters. All right, all right. Um, let's answer some letters. Let's answer some letters. Often they're not they're they're not let's question, help people question, but... be productive. Yeah. and that's fair. All right, from Jenna. Um, this is a long time coming. Free. Feel free to include, exclude, abbreviate as needed. I've read it over. I'm not going to abbreviate or, or exclude anything because it's all okay at this point. Uh, episode 202. I wanted to thank Corey and Colin for their interview. Um, I found their frank answers and humor around serious topics refreshing. I especially loved hearing about their D&D games, Corey's library, Colin's passion for reading out loud, the cats. Colin's admittance to not being a morning person resonated with me. I fought it for years and now autopilot until coffee is now how I plan to cope with it. I see why they are relationship goals, being present for ourselves and each other is something everyone should strive for, and I love their strengths as a couple and as individuals. All the best to them. Um, they're a lovely couple, but uh, uh, Corey um, has advanced, um, I think it's advanced MS. Or I know CF. her. Actually, yeah, we yeah, are internet yeah. friends. Yeah. yeah yes, no, we've Corey's, been internet friends for years. Yeah, Corey's great. Yeah, yeah. I know Corey and yeah, Colin, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, on the return of Dino, glad Dino was back again. The bit about helping people learn English was so cool to hear about. I also appreciate the discussion of various ADHD diagnostic processes. The husband and I are discussing the likelihood that he has a more mild form of ADHD. Our discussions have helped me learn more about how his brain works and, how, and adjust how I communicate about certain things, so we're both happier. Learning about how people interact with the world, myself included, this anxious introvert gets peopled out very easily, makes everyone's lives better. Um, episode 207, when Ursula said, I've been told some of my books have body horror... Um, okay, spoilers, people, just a, a quick spoilers, I'm sure. The Hollow Places, Sturdivant, Pray They Are Hungry, and spoilers. Yeah, right. Right. Just, just a little. Oh, just a little. Yeah. She's been told they have, gosh, who yeah. would have suspected? She says right. this like she doesn't know. Yeah. She yeah. knows. She knows. I mean, let's let's be honest. She's not a Cassandra Kaw level right. body horror, but who is? And yet she chortles. Oh, she does. She chortles. Yeah. Uh, can I request that your paleoecologist friend be interviewed or nominate him as a tribute? Because he sounds like a really interesting person to hear from. I'll see what I can do on that one. I, I It's actually not a friend of mine. It's a friend of Ursula's, so we'll find out. Um... On episode 213, can you please have Althea back to talk about her volunteer work with the Girl Guides? It would be fascinating to listen to, and I think so, too. I, she didn't even drop that she was involved with the Girl Guides, like, at the country level, until, like, almost the right. end of the interview. And I was like, a oh, timeout. So, um, I would love to talk about all the work she's doing in Jamaica with the Girl Guides in particular. Um... Finally, per a discussion about cheesy inspirational sayings and scripty fonts on pictures from episode 200, whatever, enjoy Kevin's super inspirational chickens. There are attached photos of my chickens with, with fonty inspirational. No, look at this. Here, I'm gonna upload these to the site, that's, folks. So, like, that's amazing. Uh, we have, is that ninja or spare? That's, that's spare. spare. Yeah. Because yeah, he doesn't have the leakage, uh, uh, the, the yellow colors. leakage. Yeah. 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 Like Saying yeah. live, cluck, love. And then, yeah, there's Lorge's, Lorge's ass. As he hides under the nest box like he does. Don't let yesterday take up too much of today. Um, 
Buffy and the babies. Oh my god, parents are the ultimate role models for their children. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But they're, yeah. I, they're, look how tiny they were, though. They're they were. So, they were yeah. very tiny. Yeah. Baby and, chickens are like that. And then Buffy up in your grill. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. And what's this last one? Oh, Monique, my girl. Um, it's not what we have in life, but who we have in our lives that matters. And it's, it's a picture of Monique and, uh, oh. Becky before Becky's interview and before Monique went off one day and never came back. So. Oh. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, hadn't heard about. I, I really. Well, I haven't really talked about it because uh, we had. Um, it happens, and I mm -hmm. don't. Right. Everybody, just chill. I. I don't necessarily need the. I'm so sorry and whatever. No, but Ninja probably does. Uh, we. I consult Ninja. At the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was. Uh, he's actually been spending more time in. Um, lately then out of course right. now that i've moved the full-size coaches into his area he has sort of more to patrol and do in there right right uh, unlike when he and strong independent would just leave to eat and just be like well we're bored in here let's go now now he has you know something to right. do and also he likes to jump he's figured out he can jump the fence and go harass becky and, and buffy so right yeah all right um yeah so uh, uh thank you jenna uh, that that's great, and I'll get those I'll get those added to the show notes and the media on the website. Um, so from Patricia, just wanted to chime in here as well on the cloth nappies thing too. Disposables back when I was a child, and by extension my younger cousins, were too expensive and inconvenient to use, so most defaulted to cloth nappies. After the last child was done with them, uh, like what Rick said, they'd be turned into cleaning rags and other rags as needed. I'm pretty sure at one point my grandmother probably had a nappy that was as old as my oldest cousin, who's a decade older than me. No, I am not doing the math. Additionally, there were very few places you could discreetly dispose of disposable nappies, as bins were just too small. Yeah, it's it's a thing. It, it really kind of is a thing. Now, let's see if I can find... Do I have the... Yeah, Rick's had, had um, popped in to say how important... Like, you should be using, you know, how, how you can reuse cloth diapers past the children's time. And right. Yeah, I think I think we had some rags at mom's house, mom and dad's house, that were literally, like, my diaper from when I was three. And I'm just like, yeah, okay. So before the turn of the century. Hey, now. Well, okay, Where is the lie? Where is the lie, Kevin? Oh, wow. Technically, yeah. It's not turn of last century. It's turn of this century. Okay. Yeah, okay. You got me on that one. Uh, yeah, okay. <clears throat> yeah, all right. All right. Oh, it's not like you're any better. Um, oh, I am. <laughs> by five years. By five years. Um, from Jackalopat, I suppose I should be proud of the long list of links and tags. Thank you for the fun interview, Kevin. No, it was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. And uh, it was a great interview. From Jen. Uh, there was a back and forth on Twitter today about Ursula making benign things scary. I jumped in with things that Ursula made scary. Willow trees, antlions, Maricopa County, which is fair. Right. Um, then I logged off Twitter I'm and watched... I'm not sure Maricopa County needed the help. No, um, not really. Not really. That was uh, uh, Peo. Yeah. Uh, Peo's County. Yeah. Um, then I logged off Twitter and watched the news of what's happening in Afghanistan. Uh, presser with Biden. The responses in my own trauma of being 19 when 9-11 happened. It is a lot. 
I want to thank Ursula for making the truly scary things in her book small things and the overreaching understanding of what creates trauma a thing to address and comfort. Uh, divorce and learning to be on your Trees are scary. Family hurting you, what they leave behind is not your responsibility. Burn it all. Nine Goblins requires an essay. Uh, thank you, Ursula, for the stories and the reminders. Um, so I read this to Ursula when it came in uh, a week before last, and she was just gobsmacked. And then um, I, I, you know, I emailed back to make sure this was okay. Um, and if y'all want to, uh, I guess, comment or something to to tell um, for that that you want that Nine Goblins essay, you know, uh, please leave a comment on the on the website and I'll see what we can do. Um, also, there was a follow-up that says, Ursula needs to know how important she is in our era of storytelling. We need her voice and her compassion to, to say what some don't want to say. We need her absolute passion for what the world needs and why we hurt. We need her words. She is so important. Um, Kevin, you're also important because without you, I would have never grown or pushed past my own imagined failures, which, you know, that makes me missed up every time. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering if so fitting into that pattern, we've got a couple upcoming books, which are going to be really interesting because we've got, um, Nettle and Bone, which we're not going to tell any spoilers about. Right. And we've got What Moves the Dead coming out next year. We cannot talk about the horror novel, the uh, the next, the one that comes after right. What Moves the Dead. And we have another it, paladin romance And we have another paladin romance. Um, um, with more dead bodies. Yeah. That one's a fascinating way of doing it, but that's that's all the spoilers you're going to get. We're, I'm going to stop now. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how we can, how, how that reflects. Right. Right. How that reflects in the same, in the same way. And can I just say as someone mm -hmm. who, uh, said, man, fuck all this, and mm -hmm. picked up and moved to an off-grid yurt in the woods, that burn it all down is a perfectly good tactic yeah. for dealing with a life you're not happy with. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah, no. Um, absolutely a valid tactic. Yes. Uh, and then from Sarah, another excellent episode. What was the name of the book that Ursula mentioned about organization and ADHD? I forgot to put it in the show notes. Even worse, I have no idea what it is now. So I'll put I, it in the show notes for this one, and then I'll go update the show notes for the other one. Um, because apparently it was really good. Like even, when Ursula's like, "Here's a book on organization that people with ADHD should read." I I tend to pay a little right. more attention because uh, she's still yeah. Um, uh, from Dana, uh, former uh, steampunk fantasy author Dana Frederick, who you might have seen online. Mm -hmm. Um, she's been on twice. Uh, by the way, Dana, we we should probably have you on a third time. In a little bit, yeah. Um, but happy start of autumn. I just finished listening to the episode with Cindy, and I wanted to say how much I appreciate something she said. We learned to write in pencil. Not gonna lie, I want to get a tattoo of that now. That's such a great piece of advice for life, given life's propensity for hurtling curveballs at us at top speed. Many thanks to Cindy and her wisdom. And also, I got accepted as a vendor to Worldcon in December. Woohoo! Will I see y'all there? As long as there is a Worldcon in DC in December and in person, we plan on being there. I've got we've got hotels, we've got our memberships. It's it's all good as long as an actual Worldcon. Worldcon doesn't happen. Okay, we won't go. There's something a little hilarious though about having we learned to write in pencil tattooed on you. I yeah maybe. Um, 
double check the spelling on that Definitely one before you let them the, put yeah, yeah, yeah before you let yeah. them ink that on you that's that's the kind no. of tattoo that actually accidentally winds up misspelled um but yes it is it is yeah the sort of thing that, that yeah uh but yes we will be at worldcon uh shep will not be at worldcon no yeah uh you'll be here probably checking in on the cats and dog probably and chickens and chickens yes and chickens um all right the final one from raz i have been meaning to to write to you for at least a year every new productivity alchemy episode, I think, oh, I need to write Kevin an email, and then I forgot to do so. You know what, Raz? It's okay. It's It's been it's been a thing. Um, you and Ursula and all the PA guests have been such a light in a really difficult year. Thank you for doing what you do. Update-wise, I went from productive grad student to individual just trying to get by. Yeah, I hear you. Um, valid. Yeah. Uh, this year has definitely put my mental health to the test, not just as a result of the pandemic, but also thanks to a brush with homelessness. Oh, I'm so sorry. Also valid. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've made some very good strides towards a positive future. I'm still aiming for that master's and working to get into a program that's adjacent to the one I was in when we talked. Still work with other people who are blind with more focus on adults in need of services than school students. I'm rather interested in seeing what grad school is like now that I have my ADHD as under control as it can be. Haha. <laughs> I've certainly been enjoying getting back into art and writing with the help of meds. Planning projects is so much easier. I hope you're doing well when you get this. Thanks for the optimism and encouragement you bring in these tough times. Raz. Uh, you know what? There is just this, like, miracle, <laughs> it feels like, between Ursula before diagnosed with ADHD and getting like the help. Right. Right. Even if we had not been able to address it with medicine. And I've been talking to a friend whose husband is having really bad, a bad experience with the different meds. So it may not be possible. Um, But finding out the different coping mechanisms. And once you have the diagnosis, it unlocks a whole other toolkit. And I think, um, Dino and I were talking about that with, um, also with autism diagnoses mm-hmm. when we had, when he, uh, because there's like these, this whole set of tools that you don't think about or you don't think apply to you. Yeah. I think for a lot of people, yeah. there's a lot of trouble with self-acceptance unless they have that like official chunk rubber right. stamp on right. there that says, yes, you can officially call yourself this. Um, or even if they get a... Like, you do an online test and sort of a self-diagnosis. Just having a self-diagnosis sort of validate it lets you step back, reevaluate yourself. Gives you an excuse, right? right? Gives you, sort of gives you that rubber stamp, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's actually all the letters for this month. It's, it's a very... But also, we know that Ursula probably would not have taken, would needed the rubber stamp, I think. I think she would have wallowed in guilt and continued oh, yeah. to believe she was just being lazy no matter how many yeah, well, online self-assessments she did. And even with, even with the diagnosis, even with the meds, like if she has to take a day off to deal with something like we had um, uh, a water main leak at what will someday be her mother's house... And, like, nothing. She got no writing done, right? She's going to be beating herself up, even though it's beyond her control. She's got all this stuff to do, but she's lazy because she didn't get words on document. Um, Or she had to, like, uh, you know, there's some... that It's like it's an ingrained habit, and breaking that habit is going to be a lot harder. Right. Um, 
It's, oh, it's what therapists are for, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Although I'll, I'll be honest, um, when I started on uh, my antidepressant, um, you want to talk about a magical, this breaks my shame spiral habit in like a heartbeat. It felt like um, once, like after that first week of SSRIs, my, I would start to go into that depression, right. you know, shame spiral. And I could literally feel the med going, no, and yanking me back mm -hmm. to correct the habit so it doesn't yeah. happen anymore, um, which blew my mind. And then a friend of mine was like, you're not supposed to feel it when that happens. And I'm like, it's so ingrained, it's noticeable now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, even even having that kind of stamp of, no, you're, you are clinically depressed. Um, was like, oh, I, I should go on meds now. Right. Um, and it was like I had approval. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, that and breaking down, weeping in the, uh, food line parking lot waiting for the kid's bus to drop them off. But that was, you know, also a situational thing, so... The food line parking lot is kind of depressing, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, two, 2005 was a very difficult year, so. Where was I in 2005? Oh, yeah, that was the year I was uh, put on the Navy's equivalent, well, the at-sea equivalent of a 72-hour suicidal hold. Yeah, um, okay. So, yeah, I mean. 2005, bad year. It's a bad yeah, year. Bad year for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that, I think, was the year that my, my first marriage, like, literally broke. And I lost my job in the middle of it, and um, yeah, it was just a mess. Yeah, they helicoptered me off the destroyer, psych ward on the carrier. Wow. Um, which was, I mean, it was kind of pleasant in a way. I got my own private room. <laughs> um, it's the only way you get that in the Navy, right? right? Exactly, <laughs> unless you're an officer, the only way to oh, do yeah, it yeah. is to have, you know, a suicidal break. Um, yeah. And they brought me my meals three times a day with my little cup of meds. And oh, if I was yeah. asleep, you know, they just left me the food there. And that, that's, yeah, no, that seems like a terrible way to get that sort of, uh, yeah, it uh, was, a break, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Then again, you would be at sea for what? Six months. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we pulled into Hawaii and they, uh, trundled me off the ship. And yeah. Yeah. So and we're like, let us get you to shore based mental health help. Yes. Rather than here on the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Where we don't have therapists, we just have a room. Right. Yeah. Right. So anyway, that's all the letters. Uh, thank everyone for writing in. We will wrap that in a minute. And Remember, you're more than your contribution to capitalism. Yes, you're more than your contribution to capitalism, but productivity is not does not have to be framed in a capitalist construct. No, but inherently it's part of our Protestant work ethic that undergirds the entire capitalist system and you should really just take a day to lay on the couch in your underpants and not do a goddamn thing that was yesterday i mean for you it was <laughs> yeah. maybe some of the listeners need that permission yeah. if you don't have livestock to feed then just you know lay on the couch in your underpants and yeah and let's be honest, even when you have livestock to feed, do you... I spend um, a lot of time just laying around in my underpants. I'm not going to... Yeah, there are breaks. To there take are. Between, yeah, yeah. There so. are. Yeah. That was that was this morning when I saw the snake, actually. I was mm -hmm. sitting around in my underpants outside. Oh, yeah. Um, you saw a snake this yes. morning. Yeah. Uh, very large rat snake. He yeah. was about three, four foot long. Well, he wasn't... 
rat snake. But, no, but, that, but I was in my underpants, and uh, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, there you go. So, anyway, everybody, we, we'll be right back after this. A lot of fun. Thank you for your letters uh, to uh, from Jenna, Patricia, Jackalopek, Jackalopet, <laughs> Jen, Sarah, Dana, Raz, and um, uh, who was it that uh, Rick, um, who I guess uh, Rick's got lost in the shuffle, but it was you know about no, you really should use cloth. You know what? It has been nearly 20 years since I've had to have a child with diapers in my house. So I, I, you know, I am never going to have a child that needs diapers in my house. So, so, yeah. But if you out there have a child that needs diapers, uh, cloth, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, And if you can't hack it, that's fine too. Yeah. The disposables are great. Um, You know, that uh, people always expect me to be kind of hardline on these things, seeing as I'm out there living the off-grid, super sustainable life. But I will be the first one to tell you that my life is obnoxiously difficult in ways (laughs) that, you know, sometimes I just lie there and think, look at my life, look at my choices, what the fuck am I doing? Um, And if a choice you have made makes you think that for like a solid week in a row, you should reconsider that that choice. choice, Because part of sustainability is being able to sustain the human effort. Right. Your time is a resource and that needs to be sustainably used as well. So if if cloth diapers make you want to choke yourself out on a regular (laughs) basis, then you know what? Yeah, no. Uh, You know, the funny that is, though, that uh, going back to our discussion before the break, though, using your time in a sustainable manner is a form of productivity. I'm going to stop now, Kevin. It's <laughs> part of my rejection of capitalism. Okay. Then. All right. All right. So anyway, um, thank you to everyone who wrote in. Um, we have a badge code for this week. Our badge is SHEP guest all one word and you can go to productivityalchemy.com and type that into the little badge code and you will be rewarded with the badge now the other thing you're going to find on productivity alchemy is a badge how to which explains how the badges work and what open badges are and all of that and you might see a link there that says support don't we we're fine we're good you, you can give, we're not going to turn down money given to Ursula's Patreon or my Kofi, but we don't need it. And there are people out there who need it way more than we do. And so now I'm going to put you on the spot. I should have warned you about this, Shep. Oh, God. Um, what should people be giving their money to instead of us? So right now, yes. you may have heard that a hurricane came through the country recently. Yes, yes it um, did. Down in Louisiana, you will mm-hmm. find there are several organizations um, 
that are helping out. And can I remember any of the names off the top of my head? No, I cannot, but I will make Kevin put them in the show I'm links. Going, yeah, I will, it will be the um, very first set of links on the show notes. Right. It's always our charity spotlight for the week. Yep. Yep. Uh, so that you can help out there. And mm-hmm. of course, we have all heard about Texas. Texas, Texas no. and their goddamn abortion law. So the abortion yes. funds in Texas need your help right now, and I will. So much uh, so, yeah. I will hand off some links to Kevin for that as mm-hmm. well. There are places that need your money, that need your time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. No. Make some cookies and drive them over to La Place, Louisiana. Um, yeah, or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. At the um, very least, hug your loved ones. Tell them that you love them. Yeah, and um, as always, uh, you know, uh, share this, like it, do whatever you want to do on the social medias if you enjoy it. And in the meantime, just, you know... Take a day to lay on the couch in your underpants. Yeah. There's a pandemic on. There's there's actually, actually that part of being productive is knowing when to stop and rest. That's right. So do your best to um, stay productive no matter what that looks like. Any snarky comments before I press stop? You're just bound and determined to try and make this about productivity, and I'm over here like, nah, it's okay, just lay on the couch in your underpants and stare at the ceiling. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine.